This is a podcast from Rover. Because I just got married to an Australian. Those people swear like you wouldn't, but look at them clapping. Too f***ing right, mate! Oh, bloody Because that's how my wife talks. My wife, I say she looks like an angel, I mean metaphorically. I don't mean she walks around in the nude playing a harp. <laughs> I've asked her, she won't. <laughs> Ross Noble, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. Comedy yeah. superstar. You are International Comedy Festival in New Zealand, Jibber Jabber Jamboree. It's your 21st solo stand-up tour, Ross. Welcome, welcome to the Welcome back to be here. You know what I didn't fully think through, and I'm a fool to myself, when I came up with the name of the show, yeah. people say it in different ways, yeah. Jibber Jabber Jamboree. Yeah. Some people say Jibber Jabber Jamboree. Jibber Jabber Jamboree. <laughs> but I did not fully think through that it would be said with a Kiwi accent. <laughs> And jabba, jabba, jabba. And it's perfect. <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. I only, I literally arrived last night. Yes. I oh, haven't, wow. I haven't discussed the show. No. And you're the first person that said the name yes. of the show in a Kiwi accent. Well, at least so. I, usually I say things wrong. So at least I got it right. Yeah. Or did I not? No, you did. Oh, you got, you very you, much yes. you got it right. And you enhanced it <laughs> with your accent. Well, the Jibber Jabber Jamboree. Yes. Welcome back Welcome to New back. Zealand. There's, there's been a little bit on in the last few years. A little bit, uh, yeah, since we last spoke. Yeah. Yeah. Since, since <laughs> the plague came. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out your teeth. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a little bit of a wobble, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it? But you'll, you know. you'll just be pleased we're in a new building because the last time we spoke to you, oh, yeah. well, the first time we interviewed you was uh, we're in our old building, which yes. may have been where the plague started, I think. <laughs> have a listen. I'm not quite sure what this building is. It looks like, you know when Pablo Escobar <laughs> like evacuated all of his buildings? Yeah. It looks like you lot have gone, oh, look, Pablo Escobar built his own radio station. <laughs> it's got a weird courtyard outside with like yeah. satellite dishes. Yeah. yeah. I've got a feeling that was, did, you know, when SEAL Team 6 went in to, for Bin Laden? Yeah. Did they practice here? Because it's, it's, got, it's, it's very similar vibe. to a better bed. Yeah. But we're in a new yes. place now, Ross. I remember it yeah, well. It yeah. was a prop. It had like those the arches yes. yeah. and the satellites. And, and to be this is nice. Yes. This is fancy. But it's not the same. <laughs> no, nah, it's not. I mean, it, doesn't, it doesn't have the character, the soul no, no, of the radio yeah, station. No. Look how but, bland our studio is. Yeah. But you know what? At least it doesn't have lots of vans full of CIA people listening in. <laughs> I mean, that probably doubled the listenership, didn't it? It was like, going, who's who's listening today? Oh, it's mainly it's mainly the security services. <laughs> the uh, yeah, no, that was fun. But uh, have you heard? Actually, uh, Pablo Escobar. I don't know if we discussed this last time. I'm slightly obsessed with the. Uh, do you know about the cocaine hippos? Yeah. Aren't they amazing? Fantastic. Yeah. You're looking nah. good. So yeah. Pablo Escobar. Well, hippos have just been a big theme of our show lately. So oh. I feel like we should have discussed. We had a guy on the phone last week yes. who survived being swallowed by the same hippo three times. <laughs> yes. Literally chewed him in half. Okay. Sorry. I know you've probably been off the, the, over this many, many times, right? But was it, was the three times the hippo swallowed him, was that the same incident? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. So it wasn't, so it was, you know, because yeah. if you say he's swallowed three times, I would say 
Fool me once, shame on me. Right? <laughs> hippo, hippo me twice, shame on me. Right? But because if it was like if the hippo grabbed him and swallowed him, and he's like punched the, you punch it in the esophagus. You know, you punch, you're supposed to punch sharks on the nose. I think you t- you tug the esophagus and it like fired him out, and he's gone. Oh, thank God for that. Oh, he's back, and he's doing, and like he's going. Oh, this has happened again. And the hippo's probably thinking the same thing. He's yeah. Going, no, no, I can do this, and then. He's had it three times. <laughs> but if that was like he got eaten by the hippo and he escaped, and then a week later yeah. he's gone, you know what? <laughs> Might get I back think, in there. Yeah, I think that hippo's misunderstood. <laughs> and then he's eaten him again and he's gone, oh, this has not worked out well. Tug on the esophagus, <laughs> out he comes. And then, like, he's, he's sat there and he's having dinner, and his wife goes, Have you seen that hippo recently? He went, Actually, I haven't. I'll go and check. Oh, no. I'm in again. But. Escobar, he had these. Um, he had his own petting zoo, yeah. And he um, and he had these hippos. And of course, when he got when the when he got raided, mm. they released the the hippos. Just got left, and because of the climate, they were able to not only survive but thrive. Yeah. So they had this. So they and they've got no apart from uh, kiwi blokes who are tickly on the throat. <laughs> there's there's nothing that it can affect that <laughs> can affect a hippo. So they just bred and bred and bred. And it's only recently. Here we go, cocaine hippo update. Yeah, yeah. It's only recently that they've gone in to capture them and move them to where they? uh, they're getting rid of them because they're literally out of control. So know. there you go. Did year. they get access to any of us, uh, any mm. of us supply, any of us cocaine? Because obviously there was cocaine beer. Cocaine beer, yes, yeah. great film. What a and, great idea. And to be honest with you, I think that... Uh, I always thought that Yogi Bear was a bit upbeat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was always... Hey, you know, boo-boo. And, uh, yeah. All came as oranges, huh? That seemed to me very energetic. Um, Although that a high Jackie Mason at the end there. Eh? Yeah. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Too much of an appetite for someone the, on a lot of drugs, though, I think. Yeah, that's true. He yeah. said he was yeah. stealing the picnic baskets because yeah. he thought it was, there was icing sugar on top of some of the muffins. Uh, I would like to have seen that. I would like to have seen Yogi Bear. Yeah. I was never really trusted Yogi Bear because he was naked, but he wore a tie. <laughs> I think he might have been on other drugs. Well, it wouldn't work. You wouldn't trust a human, would you? No. I mean, you certainly. There's a question, though, isn't it? Would you? Would you get a, if you turn up to a job interview naked with a tie on? He's going. That is inappropriate. But is it? You know. Or what about if you went for a job interview at a uh, nudist camp? Right, yes. but wore a tie because but you still wore the tie. Best way to wear the tie, doesn't it? But yeah, or your best shoes. <laughs> oh, lovely! That would be incredible. Absolutely incredible. You turn up. Uh, yes, they'll be seeing you in a minute. Because don't they say like if you go for a job? And I've never, I've never had a job, but uh, no, it's hard to believe, isn't it? The, uh, the the closest I ever came to getting a job was I appeared on the Celebrity Apprentice. Yes, but other than that, I've never had a job. Uh, so you've got through your entire life without having a job. I've never had Even a job. Even out of school. Wow. No, I did, I did things like I once. Uh, did you do uh, circus stuff? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I left school. And I just um, yeah. I, I had I, I I used to hand out flyers on uh, on stilts oh, for for, oh. an, for an American diner. And I yeah. used to sell juggling kits, but nothing that it was all yeah. circus related. But yeah, no, never actually. And so you amazing. you sort of went straight at what age to comedy? Is it comedy straight away? Yeah, yeah I started doing stand up when I was fifteen. 
So I was no. sort of like, so by the time I got to 18, I was already earning a living at it. So I moved no. to London and that was that was me. That was it. So yeah, I never had to actually, Crazy. never done a day's work in my life. You see, so you've yeah. obviously never had a CV. You don't have a I mean, I've got a CV, but like, what's in there? What's in your CV? What do you mean, like, what printed out and yeah, handed yeah, to the yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. No, yeah, that's never amazing. That got yet. a LinkedIn profile? Uh, no, but <laughs> I, I haven't, you know what? I'm, I don't know what LinkedIn is. Neither. Yeah, right. people, keep, people keep sending me, somebody wants to join yeah. you as a LinkedIn yeah. thing, yeah. and I go, don't ever uh, click on LinkedIn. Really? Because no. once, you, once you let it into your. Email and in your life, it, yes, it never so. goes away. Is it like the candy man? <laughs> Don't say it twice, three times. Three times, Because you live, you live in Australia, and, do, yes. uh, and so you've never had a job, and then, and then they thought, hey, perfect, let's put you on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. But you did quite well. Yeah, it did, yeah, I nearly won it. Yeah, <laughs> I was very cl- I would have won it if I'd just, it was just a tiny little bit more money, and I would have won it, yeah. Which was, yeah, Lord Sugar, he, he said to me at the end of it, he goes, uh, he goes, you know what, he was being all nice in the, you know, finale and that, and he goes, uh, I would actually, I would actually give you a job. And then he paused and he went, I mean, I'd be bankrupt within two weeks, <laughs> but it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, no, it was one of those, it was, due, yeah, it was during COVID, and yeah. I've always been very snotty about reality TV. Yeah. I've always gone, you know, I'd never, I'd never stoop so low. You know, when you, when you do stand up, you don't need to do that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then every theatre in the world closed. Uh. And, I, and I went, oh, this, this might never return. <laughs> and my wife was looking at me, going, "What are you gonna do now? Yeah. You can't do the thing that you do." Well, and the phone rang, and I picked it up, and they went, "Do you want to do celebrity apprentice?" I went, "I've always loved business." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit of me. What was yeah. your product? What were you trying to? S- um, push. Oh so. my God, loads of things, which didn't endear me to certain other members of the, uh, I really use the term celebrity, uh, The I tried to start a business, uh, a hamster hotel, which was, uh, it was a, it was basically, it was a bookcase that I painted red and yellow, and then I put perspex on the front, and I, each shelf had a different, it was like a hole in the shelf, and ladders going up to it, so the hamsters could go up and down to the different floors, Lovely. it was an exercise area, and, uh, and uh, so yeah, the hamster hotel. It sounds uh, like uh, MIQs uh, <laughs> <laughs> during the pandemic when you yeah. came into the country. Oh, you had to stay there for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, isolating, yeah. so you didn't have COVID. Well, here's the uh, the slight flaw in the plan. We got into the uh, we got in the boardroom, and one of the other teams went, "We don't have hamsters in Australia." <laughs> and I went, "Well, it's an international business, so shut your face." <laughs> so I did that, and then I did uh, for the finale. They said you can do. I mean, there's loads of stuff, uh, but the, yeah, for the finale, they said you can do anything you want, you know. So I, I got this big whiteboard and I said, uh, "We're going to rob a bank," and they're like, "What?" I said, "Yeah, we're going to rob a bank," and they thought I was joking. I went, "No, no, we're genuinely going to rob a bank," and I set up a bank heist, uh, a, a fake bank heist with uh, uh, an explosives expert and stunt a stunt driver, and I had like big zip lines and everything, and I basically charged. Uh, like corporate clients to come and fully experience what it was like to be a that is to, a great to, idea people loved it and I, I'd I'm, pay that money yeah. well people did and I made a lot of money for, for the Red Cross which is good except what they didn't show on the TV was the guy who did the explosives no one had told the bank it was a business <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I did end and he up kept so. turning up to work every day going yeah. It's like that hippo. I got attacked yeah. three times, yeah. and now I'm working at this bank, getting robbed every day. And uh, and the entire cast and crew had to spend two years in prison. <laughs> apart from that, uh, no, the, the explosives expert that we used was uh, 
I don't know he was, I don't know if he was a fully professional <laughs> film and TV pyrotechnicist. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we blew a woman up. <laughs> we it was it was you mad. What? You so, what? Yeah, we blew this woman up. So like no. like we you know, <laughs> they didn't show this on the telly. Uh, the um, the lawsuit's still going on. You know, she couldn't write a complaint because she didn't have any fingers left. No, what happened was we hit. No, that's a joke. She's, <laughs> it was only her face that was damaged. So she yeah she come down this zip line, rigged up this zip line. She's come down the zip line and there's a there's like these massive explosives yeah. on her. And they a boom like that, and it, it it was meant to. She was meant to go past where the explosive was, and then it was going to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it went off as she was directly underneath it, oh, and her no. whole face was just covered in soot. Like oh. she was wearing safety goggles, and uh, so she got to the bottom, and like. She took the goggles off. She looked like a panda, like a reverse, <laughs> a reverse panda. And uh, so she's just big white eyes and then just a whole face covered in suit. And uh, yeah, she's got a certain Dick Van Dyke chimney sweep look about her. And uh, she and uh, we just like like we were all just stunned. Like, oh my yeah, god, how is this woman yeah. like still alive? Wow. And she went. She took the goggles off. She had big white eyes. She went. Uh, have I got something on my face? <laughs> it was completely right. Yes, but they didn't. They didn't show that. Because I, uh, I think they didn't want to give her any evidence for the where there's a you know where there's a yeah. claim. There's yeah. claim. So oh, right. yeah. so yeah. So that was wow. that was a bit of fun. But I don't know if and you can. I don't know if you can watch it. It's probably on the. You'll probably watch it on the YouTube's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll probably YouTube's. watch it on the YouTube's. Well, now that you're back, yeah. obviously, um, you've got the show, Jibber, yes. Jabber, Jamboree. That's so, the one. And you're back into it, which is great. It's great to have you back yes. in the country. So four um, shows left tonight. I've got one tonight going through until uh, Saturday at the Q. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Q the Theatre. Q Theatre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's going to be uh, every night me talking about stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's, what, what's the show about? <laughs> I mean, I know some some <laughs> comedians don't like answering that question, which I always, um, you know, is, some people go, "I'll oh, just come and see it." Yeah. You know? but, oh right, yeah. yeah. What is Do, the some, show about? Some people like to say that because they uh, they have got a rubbish idea for their show. Yeah. Uh, I don't like answering that question because uh, there is no theme. <laughs> There's no theme. It's basically it's just you know it's, it's an hour of you Com- just get to spend hour an, of comedy. You just get to spend an hour looking at the world through my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have yeah. a um, a new lease of enjoyment? You've been doing stand up since you were 15 years old, which yes. is incredible. Never had a job. You're no. saying if, you, if you've just joined us, Ross Noble with us in the studio, um, and you had to have this break mm. because of the whole pandemic yeah. thing. Are you a different comedian now a couple of years later, given that you had to have, you know, this break from it? Like, is there a new lease of enjoyment with it? I think is so. Is it the same you? Is it a different yeah. you? Uh, like, Yeah, I think I think there's very much a... So I think the little things that, you know, sometimes you would sort of... Uh, be just, I mean, look, just being in the same room as other people, yeah. you know? Because yeah. I did a few... I did, like, the BBC set up this weird thing where it was like you could do... You could do a show... But they had they had everybody on. It wasn't it wasn't Zoom. It was like the, oh, the, I know. It was like, like that mm. almost like that house party looking uh, thing when they were all in um, all in different screens. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. it was like so there would basically be an audience of a thousand, and yeah. they all had their microphones on, uh, and you would do it, and you would be talking, and like this where you know it's 
you know, you can't hear the response, but all of a sudden, if everyone, if a thousand people have got their microphones on, but there was a slight delay, <laughs> so, what would, so what would happen is you would say something, and you'd go, blah, 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 and you'd think, oh, I should have got a laugh, and then all of a sudden, there'd be nothing, and you think, oh, hang on, have I lost it here? Because yeah. I think this that if this was a live audience, yeah. and your mind would just be racing, going, oh, wow, oh, what's happening? And then the delay would keep, and then as you were thinking, Oh, why aren't they laughing? You'd hear, Wah! and there'd be this big laugh. And then, so it sort of messed, so it messed with your head a yeah, bit. So, yeah. Um, but you know what happened, which was mad. And uh, if you come to the show, it's, it's fine, but just be aware of this. Like, uh, I think people are starting to get back into it now. It's people were so used to just sitting in their own houses and watching the telly. Audiences forgot that they were just surrounded by other people. So for a good two or three months after we got back to it, there's people just like women loosening their bras and blokes like <laughs> scratching their balls and all sort of like, you know what I mean? Like people just turn it to their friends. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, it was getting up and going to the toilet and you just go like, you know you're not in your house right now. You, go, you know there's other people here, like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, it's quite nice that people are, uh, people are starting to remember what it's like to have other people in the room yeah well it's nice to have you guys back before you go you have to tell us about your tank you owned a tank yes I did yes, but you, you sold it you uh, know, I yes. don't know if we asked you this the last no. time yeah. not no. This no. Thing. no yeah 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 because sorry. last week the only reason we asked you I know you would have yeah. told it a million times and you no, it's, it's fine. We I'm had a competition to. where yeah. someone won $10,000 and we, you had to tell your best story that you've ever got. Yeah. And um, so we had a whole lot of good stories yeah. come through. So I just figured when we we're looking at this, yeah. you know, yeah. you owned a tank. Uh, I did own a tank. Yeah, I just bought it for a bit of a laugh. And it's it's now it seems like I'm some sort of dictator. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, launching an event. Yeah, I, well, the thing is, I bought the tank just to drive around, just just for a laugh, just something that, you know, I had a bit, I had a bit of land and stuff. Yeah. And I thought, what is the best way of utilising this land? Why and having just... a tank is exactly. a great answer. Uh, yeah, uh, except I had a I had a dispute with there was a, a guy bought the property next to ours. It was, it was sort of it was this old Victorian house, and it, it, he bought it, and he was a property developer, and he was trying to um, he's trying to turn it into like a footballer's house. He was trying to build this big glass thing. It was horrible, and um, and he tried a bit. He sort of tried to nick a bit of my field. He knocked a fence uh, down and stuff. It's just ridiculous. It's like you're talking about a few meters. Yeah. And I was saying, let's just bang in the post. Let's decide where the fence is. Just bang some posts in. No, I'm going to take you to court and blah, blah. I was like, mate, literally, just where do you want the fence? And we'll just... Anyway, I, I uh, got quite... He, he, he got he got a bit aggressive with my wife, so I... I, uh, I drove the tank and pointed it at his house. <laughs> and I literally amassed military hardware on the border. And I pointed it there. And I had a, I had, a di I had an excavator at the time that I used to use to build jumps for my motorbike. Yeah. So I had the excavator like as the sort of the, the on the on the right flank and then, and then I had the uh, and I just parked the tank up and just pointed at his house. And I went inside, my wife's looking out the window and she just went have you just pointed the tank at his, like literally at his house? And I went, yeah, but it's parked. I can park it anywhere. <laughs> and I said, and this was the point where she, I realised I might have gone too far. I went, oh, do you think that's, uh, 
Now it's a bit passive aggressive. And she went, it's not passive aggressive. It is as aggressive as you can possibly get. You have literally started an actual military offensive against the Neymar. But then, you know, he uh, he sold up. And, uh, you know I mean? Picture of his head on a stake. Yeah. Yeah. And as the posts, yeah. his family yeah. said about it as the post with pictures of their faces on the top. Yeah. I had to go back in the house. I have in my hand a piece of paper. Peace yeah. talks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So if you're, uh, I think they don't, they don't fully, because in the UK, yeah, you can buy all the old mm. military hardware, uh, and it's right. quite cheap as well. It costs millions when it's new, yeah. And then you know, it turns out there's not. What did a tank cost yeah. you? Just out of interest. Uh, what would it cost me? Probably about fifty, it's about fifteen, twenty grand UK. So right, use of money. About forty, forty, yeah. Yeah. forty, yeah. fifty yeah. grand, oh. something like that. Yeah, wow. but you, you know, yeah. like how much it cost? You want to buy a sports car? Yeah, yeah. You know, you buy a sports car, you could be talking hundreds of thousands, a couple of hundred grand. You yeah. can't point that at your neighbour and intimidate <laughs> them to sell up. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's I a mean, great idea. Obviously, you, you know, when you get those dickheads that rev their engines, yeah. you know, yeah. and you go, oh, come on. But yeah, when you fire up a, a four-ton diesel, <laughs> or four-ton diesel tank <laughs> driver. My, yeah, my, Jeez, that's good. Uh, but everyone used to, when anyone came around, we used to, uh, you know, I said, "Do you want to drive the tank?" It's dead easy to drive. Mm. But then I was in, um, <laughs> I was, I was over in, I found myself in Afghanistan, <laughs> and uh, I was over doing some gigs for the troops, you know, because oh, yep. they love a laugh the Taliban. <laughs> and, uh, they, um, you know, they're enjoying it because the beards go up. <laughs> they laugh, I'm joking. They, um, so I was over there, and. Uh, Though as you know, and so when you go around the place, like all the guys over there, they love showing off all their stuff, oh, and all their, you all know, their toys, all their toys, yeah. And uh, so I was uh, Remy, Royal, Royal Electrical Engineers, uh, and you know, then the, the guys that fix all the uh, tanks and stuff. And uh, yeah, they, they, they had this tank there. It was a modern tank, and I got in it, and I sat there. And I was going, oh, "This," is good. and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, this is this is where we sit, and this is this." And I looked at it, and I went. These are the same controls as wow. I thought. I wonder if, and I went click, click like that. I went, and it went, boom, and it fired up. And I went, brilliant. And I just started driving this tank, and all <laughs> hell broke <laughs> Because the one thing, the one thing that you cannot do if you're out in a war zone is let somebody steal your tank. <laughs> so I was just driving it around, and there's people going, stop him, stop him. <laughs> And all the yeah, all the sort of uh, you know the officers are like going you know because I'm not I'm not in the military they've got no jurisdiction over me and all, and all the all the like the young lads are like <laughs> so, no comedians so, have been allowed back since you know, well funny enough while I was there as well um, uh, Prince Andrew uh, yeah and then, uh, oh yeah and the thing is right is that at the time there was a lot of people like oh he went too far there but now. You know, given <laughs> given his recent years, so Prince Andrew was. They said, "Do not mention that Prince Andrew was in the audience. Like he'd arrived. Oh, he was oh. there. He literally, yeah, he'd literally arrived. And he was, you know, and you know, he took his, you know, he was head of various different regiments or whatever. And he's, you know, very proud of his military service. And he he went out there and uh, you know to to show for morale. You know, it was sort of around Christmas time or whatever." He made the effort, so good on him for that, right? But at the end of the day, I'm not a big royalist. And they go, do not mention Prince Andrew is in the audience because it's a massive security risk. Right? Yeah. Now, don't, 
I would say, say to a comedian, don't do something. Yeah, of course. Because then it's in my head, isn't yeah, it? Of course. Yeah. yeah. So I walk out on stage and I go, so Prince Andrew's in the audience tonight, right? And everyone, you can see all the officers there, but you can't say that. And I went, yeah, it's just, it's just really weird, isn't it, knowing that there's somebody, somebody in the audience where you've licked a picture of their mum. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets about, about to laugh and I go... But I'm not talking about stamps. There <laughs> 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 was various people who weren't happy with that. Wrist and pace. But yeah, yes, God bless you, mom. But uh, you know, given uh, you know, given the frosty relationship between him and the now king, yeah. well, I, I feel. I feel in in many ways, I was actually being patriotic by making those jokes. <laughs> you were, you were. Ross, oh, and sorry, just oh, yeah. one one last thing as well. While we're on the subject of the royal family, uh, if you are a massive royalist, then uh, obviously come see that live show. But I have done. Um, I've got a Ross Noble podcast. If you search Ross Noble podcast, while the coronation was on. I've just like uh, two weeks last week. I just dropped six episodes where I've done a com a commentary of the full coronation. Oh, how good! So it's basically it was myself, myself and uh, Ed Cavalier, and we basically we just watched the coronation. Uh, Ash Williams as well joins us as an expert knows nothing about royals, <laughs> and uh, we we commentated on the entire thing, and we've broken it up into into episodes. And don't know anything about the royals. We make, we just make it all up. How good! And, uh, if you want to hear about why the Archbishop of Canterbury might be a moth, <laughs> it's, it's all there. Awesome. So, yeah, you can check that out. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Ross, Thank you for coming. Yeah, Ross Noble, thanks for coming back. You can uh, text comedy to three five two zero to get a link yeah. to uh, the oh, remaining yeah. shows of Ross's shows as well. Thanks, mate.